announced the launch of my podcast. I've had a lot of friends through the years uh, talk to me and ask me questions about theology and my perspectives on um, the faith based on my experiences overseas, doing uh, work for the Lord overseas, as well as growing up in the faith. And so I wanted to share uh, some of the things that frequently come up in conversations with friends. And so this podcast is about the last day's priesthood. And you might ask, what is that? It's probably something you haven't heard of. It's a term that I have coined. Maybe others have used it, but I've not really heard about that. So I just started using it. It's the priesthood that will exist in the earth before the coming of Jesus to claim the throne in Jerusalem, Zion, and reclaim the earth. And so the last day's priesthood is a company of people who will be on the earth contending for the faith, for the inbreaking of Yeshua's kingdom into the earth, and to overthrow the Antichrist as he rages against the Jewish people and against the saints, those two particular groups being loyal to Yahweh or loyal to Yeshua. Some people would count that as two different things, and another camp of people would count that as the same thing. For now, I'm not so worried about that. I am of the camp that I treat that as the same thing, but I understand the arguments that those are two different things. And I want to say at this point in history, uh, relatively speaking, I think there is room to allow the camp to say that it's two different things. However, I believe they are the same thing. And so the last day's priesthood is a priesthood that will exist on the earth that will contend for the inbreaking of the Messiah into the earth to establish his kingdom on the earth, and we will be with him. We will be part of his government as he sets up his kingdom. So what is the last day's priesthood? The last day's priesthood is the priesthood of the last days. And what are the last days? Those are the days before Messiah comes and establishes his, his kingdom upon the earth. Where will that kingdom be? That kingdom will be in Jerusalem. It will be in the land of Israel among the Jewish people. And so we're talking about a priesthood that is kind of like the Levitical priesthood, the priesthood of Levi. And yet, uh, I would say that that priesthood, in a sense, is immature, not full. They do their best, but it's not actually what the Lord was after. So the Last Days Priesthood podcast is a discussion of what the Last Days Priesthood will look like. What will they encounter? What will be necessary for them? What is the theology around that? What is the understanding scientifically around that? Uh, Talking about frequencies and light about words and their meaning, about emotions, about mental health, brain, brain health, neurological health. And so we're going to talk about these things. I'm going to introduce topics and they'll overlap quite significantly because I think they work together. But uh, the topics that I'm going to cover is um, the Melchizedek Priesthood, especially as it's talked about in the book of Hebrews, but also references to Genesis as well as Psalm 110. The other is um, talking about Israel, that meaning Israel itself, the Jewish people, the Levitical priesthood, and what were, what are they supposed to be, do, be, and who are they? 
And what is the meaning of these things? Why do they even exist? Why did God even uh, initiate this priesthood on Mount Sinai after he took the Jewish people out of Egypt? I think these are worthy questions that are worthy of discussion. And in a sense, I think they've been lost through the 2,000 years of history where the Gentile church has cut itself off from the Jewish root. And so we, we have lost our grounding. We have lost our anchor the basis upon which we extrapolate and expand our understanding, that foundation has been lost uh, to a large degree. It wasn't until 1948 when the nation of Israel gets birthed again that all of a sudden we had to take the scriptural understanding of the word Israel and make that literal once again. So for 1,916 years or something like that, Jerusalem and Israel could be spoken of figuratively, and that was as far as you could get. There was no literal interpretation because the place didn't exist. And so we in our generation since 1948, we have the opportunity now to interpret the scripture literally and to reinterpret the scripture, especially the New Testament, but also Old Testament, in a context that had been lost. It's been restored to us, so has our theology been adjusted. So that's uh, what we will consider on the last day's priesthood. We'll talk about Melchizedek. We'll talk about Israel. We'll talk about neurology. Uh, how does the human brain work? How does the human nervous system work? What is the purpose of emotions? What is the theological purpose of pain? And how does that form and shape us? The neurology is very interesting because, number one, it's a new field, relatively speaking. Uh, back in the 80s, this field just exploded because they were finally able to develop a camera that can actually look at the neurons in the brain. So for the first time, we were actually looking at the organ itself, not just looking at the results of prompting, but actually the tissue itself. And um, so that was a new discovery back in the 80s. Now we are at the point where I think neurology is kind of common, uh, well-known enough. It's still a new field. But uh, this has implications on the scripture because now when we read the scripture, we can read this dynamic, this level of detail into the scripture with understanding. So we're it, this is an incredible privilege for this generation to be able to read the scripture in this way. And the last aspect that I wanted to introduce, so that's Melchizedek, Israel, neurology, and then uh, quantum physics, talking about how the quantum world works almost exactly opposite to the natural. Our whole orientation in life is toward a natural understanding of the world around us. So it's all based on length, width, height, and time. And that's, you know, we can process the world in those uh, dimensional realities. But the quantum physicists, they have confirmed that there are 10 dimensions and they can extrapolate from the mathematics that there are at least 16 dimensions and maybe more. And so how are we then to interpret the world, especially if it works opposite of the way we think? And so we'll be exploring these different things. I use that as an acronym, M-I-N-D, MIND. And it's Melchizedek, Israel, Neurology, and Dimensions, or Quantum Physics. 
So through this podcast, I'm going to be presenting what I understand about these things and how it affects both our understanding of Scripture, but also what are the implications? How are we then to walk out our faith? And to be taking a look as well, understanding that we might be discovering these things in our lifetime right now, currently, current events. But Yeshua, if he really is God, I believe he is, and that he walked among us, and as he matured and talked with his father, his father taught him these things. In other words, he didn't know them at day one, okay? But he grew into his understanding. His mind developed, and I believe he was bound uh, to the human condition, just like we were, and acquainted with sin, but without sin. And he made his choices. He walked in the full capacity of the human will and the human frame, And so then the thing that stands before us is if he did it in a human body, then we in our human body, we can do the same thing because we have the same pattern. We have the same DNA. We have the same capacity as he has. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can begin walking into those uh, capacities. So why am I looking at this, the M-I-N-D? The reason why I'm looking at it is... Because to me, it begins to paint the picture of what do the sons of God look like. Now, I don't know about you, but when is the last time you heard a sermon on the sons of God? I don't really hear a lot of sermons on that, virtually none. And so I want to be able to visit uh, this topic based on my understanding, that being a believer all my life, as well as uh, scientifically oriented as well as uh, emotionally aware as an artist, musical artist, and growing up in the fine arts as well. And then um, also because I speak Hebrew, so I can read the scripture in Hebrew without translation. I can read it directly. And I realize at the same time, because I do that, there are nuances in the scripture that are not captured through the translation. And so we lose some meaning, we lose some application. Now, I know there's a camp of people that would say that the New Testament was written in Greek, but my stance along with the the academic community coming out of Jerusalem, of whom some of those academia in Jerusalem trained me when I was there and influenced my understanding. And the, the theory is this, is that yes... The New Testament is recorded in Greek, but it was spoken in Hebrew, and that there are phrases recorded in the Greek that don't line up with Greek grammar. They line up with Hebrew grammar. So the wording and the word order, the grammatical structure is slightly off when left in Greek, but when it's transferred into Hebrew, it fits perfectly, which means that they were speaking in Hebrew. These concepts were being communicated in Hebrew and then translated into Greek and then recorded, transcribed. And so uh, once we reverse that and we take all of these concepts back into the Hebrew, then it starts to be a cohesive text, Old Testament, New Testament together, revealing the same thing, revealing the depth of meaning on the scripture and the revealing the plan of God, both in the sense of redemption for salvation, Yeshua's first coming, as well as what is necessary and what will 
come, take place in his second coming. And so that is what we're going to look at in the Last Days Priesthood podcast. So I hope you'll join us in the future episodes. I hope it will be inter- interesting. I hope it will stimulate your thought processes. I hope it will challenge you regarding the scripture and not just take it for granted, but you would really dwell upon the verses in the scripture, these concepts, begin to begin to get your mind engaged regarding your faith, that it's not just something passive, but it's very active, It become, but that it becomes very active and that it will open up to you and that you'll be transformed. My goal is that you would be transformed into the likeness of Messiah that you would use the grace of God in order to grow, to expand, to overcome, especially overcome besetting sin and patterns of iniquity, and that you would break free. You would be the new created man that God was after, that you would be able to understand now in the temporal realm who you're going to be in the eternal realm, and that you would allow the eternal self that you are to inform and to shape who you are temporally so that your future self will shape your current self. Because the current self for all of us is that we are immature, but the Lord's goal for us is that we would mature. We would become everything that Yeshua Messiah is, the fullness of Christ in us, the fullness of Messiah in us, And so I hope this encourages you. I encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to this channel so that you don't miss another episode. And for some of you, you might even want to begin partnering with me. Find ways that you can give and support. For some of you, it will be through prayer. But some of you, maybe you have some financial means. Maybe just a little bit extra. Maybe a lot extra. And I would appreciate your partnership. I would love to do this together and we would grow this community together. So the Last Days Priesthood podcast is an online community dedicated to telling the story of of how to prepare now for the eternal kingdom by restoring biblical messianic Jewish perspectives, neurological training in relational and emotional maturity through nervous system regulation and applying principles of quantum physics. If that sounds exciting to you, if that sounds interesting to you, then please join me in future episodes. I look forward to going on this journey with you, and I hope your heart is encouraged for this journey. Don't lose hope, and don't let your heart grow cold. Don't grow weary in doing good. Let the Lord dwell in your hearts richly. I'll see you in the next episode. Lord bless you.